This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to You Up. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How and and you're from a lovely new location. Tell us about where I you have, are. I am um I'm in the South. I'm in South Carolina. I, I gotta uh, say, I gotta say, you are like the my cousin Vinny. 2020 of being in the south like i i know i i i i can't you you don't have the southern i i don't see you in the south for for whatever I, reason you know i don't real. i wouldn't think of myself like here either like i'm not very friendly or like outgoing or like don't have any of that like southern i'm wearing all black right now so i yeah, don't necessarily you look almost goth to these people oh you right. probably everyone's probably like what country are you from you're like i'm white you know like <laughs> like just jew country yeah, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are very there's a lot jew of blonde country. people here yeah yeah how uh, um, what brought you down there what was the the the, the how how'd you get down there so we rented a car um mm. and you know um sanitize the car don't worry everyone yeah <laughs> sanitize the car we rent the car we put up we mike put his like office in our car um we packed up a bunch of stuff and we went down we had to a house down here um in south carolina we are quarantining for the necessary two weeks um yep. before the before the mob hits um <laughs> with our new york germs it's weird to feel like kind of like a leper because like you, you know if you're from yeah if you go if you leave new york and you're from new york everyone's like get the fuck out of my state yeah and they don't like, want your and also new york plates just being on the highway with new york plates in a different state they'll be like you know that's a reason to almost pull you over. rhode island wasn't right. letting new york plates into their state for a minute our rental car actually had massachusetts plates for some reason okay um, so we were like happy about that we were like <laughs> no one will no one will know. We're also like, I don't know. It uh, it feels it feels weird. It kind of feels like you're in a movie, like like escaping. But um, it's nice down here. The, down the pace there? is you- the pace is slower. Yeah, there's much yeah. more space. It's the weather's great. Um, it's really nice. I haven't had like anything negative to say, which is like really killing the New Yorker part of me. Sure. I'm looking for like I'm like oh, there's bugs disgusting yeah. but um <laughs> I, I i would say one of the worst parts of this quarantine this situation is the inability to complain about the little things that we all love to complain about like you always have to start with like <laughs> no no no, everything's fine but um i i had to go back up the elevator and it was kind of annoying and someone would be like well right. there's frontline workers and you're like i, I know i know I'm, i have nothing to complain about i'm lucky oh my my grandmother used to do that to us with like uh with the holocaust she was like i mean everything like she related everything she, is big she, she, yeah we were like i'm bored she's like you know who wishes they were bored <laughs> yeah. people in it it's like yeah we know in, the people in auschwitz <laughs> wished for boredom um, like literally it would be everything um it's like yeah nana thanks for bringing down thanksgiving 
<laughs> so I wonder if uh, I wonder if our if this uh, the quarantine for us will be like you know the the looming the, darkness that we would be so lucky. But it is it is kind of the the crutch for miserable people online. Where if like you make any joke, they're like, and people are dying, and you're like, I know. There we can laugh about other things that don't you know we're trying to distract right. ourselves which is what this podcast is really all about and i'm very excited to announce uh we are uh, or it's already been announced on our social medias but we want to make sure you guys know tomorrow night we are doing a a virtual show right jordana I'm so excited. It's our first. I mean, we've done, as you, as I, we hope you guys know, we've done a whole nationwide tour that we finished yeah. in t- 2019. But this is our first virtual live show. Jared has done, one, has done a few at this point, right? Here's, two or three? Yeah, I've done two at this point. And here's what I'll tell people. It is, here's the reasons to come. The reasons to come is, first of all, it's a highly produced show. We put a lot of work into it. We've been practicing our dance routines. If any of you were at our live show, it's going to be a version of that. So we have segments. We're going to give dating app makeovers. We're going to play Red Flag Deal Breaker. Um, We're going to take audience emails. We're going to bring audience people onto the show. And it's not like your Zoom meetings. You don't even have to get showered. You don't have to get your hair done. You don't have to do your nails. You're going to watch it like it's a TV show because you don't see the audience. It's just Jordan and I and the people that we bring on throughout the show. So it's like watching Fallon or Kimmel. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a variety show. Right. And you can, there's, there's going to be a point at the end where you can ask your questions. You can type them in yes. and we'll see them. They'll pop up. We can answer them. And also, a lot of, we, got a lot of, we get a lot of emails. I read all the emails or most of the emails. <laughs> um, and we get a lot of emails that are like, what we need to, I need to mix up the dating during quarantine. Like this I can't is, do like yeah. a standard FaceTime date. This is going to be a great, if you're like, if you've been on a couple FaceTime dates with someone and you're like, I need to bring it to the next level in some way. Yes. Or I need a new activity. I need something else for us to talk about. You get a ticket. They get a ticket to the show. You watch it together. You guys can discuss a lot of the stuff we're talking about. It'll tell you a lot about that I, person. So so I have this theory that everyone should watch the TV show Four Weddings with their significant other. Because okay. you're, do you know for the show Four Weddings? Is that Weddings? the one where they compete yes. for like the best wedding and then... What, are the, four, what does the best wedding four get? Women, four women go to each other's weddings and then secretly give them points based on different aspects of their weddings. The person with the highest score gets a free honeymoon. Why wouldn't you give like low scores so that you win though? They do it and it's four of them. So it's the at, they don't tell each other. They're not allowed to tell. They're not allowed to like conspire with their point total. So like if right. you gave low scores to everyone, but then the person next to you gave low, you know, gave regular scores it doesn't matter okay because they add them together there's four different categories it's like venue dress uh food and atmosphere or something like that so they found a way to make it so you couldn't conspire which is hilarious that that's your first question because the women like, on these how, do I shows, che- how would you cheat <laughs> yeah this is the women are ruthless they'll be like they'll be like well it rained so four and you're like oh my god like <laughs> You have no con- as if as if like storm got married and she had control over the weather. So I right. I what the the beauty of watching four weddings with a significant other is that as a man I have no real way of knowing how my significant other 
whether they're going to be a bridezilla or not. Like until, until we this? get to the wedding. So now for weddings, you watch it with your significant You go, wow, they're going to do a circus theme wedding. And then my girl, like Jess will be like, oh, that's crazy. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, good to know. Like, <laughs> like right. you know, and that's the same reason. It's a good reason to go on a date with a guy or a girl to one of our yeah. live shows, to this show, because you guys get to go on a date where Jordana and I have the uncomfortable conversations. We make jokes. We fuck around about it. And you can see how the person is responding to it. When we play Red Flag Deal Breaker and we talk about, oh, you know, uh, DMing with an ex. They're like, yeah, of course I DM with my exes all the time. It's like, good to know. So you're going to learn is, a lot about someone. You're going to learn a lot about them in a fun way. And it's a way to break up your quarantine, break up your week. And if you've been to our live shows, it's pretty much going to be just like that but i actually think that this platform makes the like will make this show above and beyond and worth the $14 that it is to get in so everyone go get your tickets right now get your group chat involved assemble the group chat let everyone know you can and also a great great thing to go to with your friends yeah a great thing with your friends but also we have so many people when we go to their town, they're like, my one friend's here and I listen with my friend across the country. Now you can watch live with whoever you discuss the show with, yeah, no matter you, where they we, are. If we didn't come to your, ta to your city last year and you really wanted us to, this is your chance to see what it's all about. This is it. So get your tickets now. Go, go, go. Uh, Jordana, do you have the link for the tickets? Yes, it's Betches.co. That's Betches.co slash you up at home. So betches.co slash U-U-P-A-T-H-O-M-E. We're going to also have it in the description of this episode so you can just link out from there. Um, and it's or also going to be on the You Up page. Yeah, You yeah. Up page and my page and Jordana's page. You know where to find these things. We, yeah. we, we trust you guys. What do we... Uh, so Jordana's in South Carolina. It, it looks beautiful out there. Like I'm looking out the window of your Zoom, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man... I, I did think, I was like, maybe we'll go down to Florida, Jess and I, uh, to stay with my parents. Yeah. And I call my mom. I go, so I, 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 I'm I not sure. Maybe Doesn't we'll, she have a guest house, right? They have a guest house. Yeah. Okay. Very fortunate. You know, like yada, yada, yada. And so I call my mom. I go, so, you know, Jess and I are thinking maybe we'll come down to Florida. And immediately she's like, I don't know. This very, <laughs> I don't know, in the community, people will be upset. You're coming from New York. And I just, I like literally was like, okay, yep. Yo, good. Thanks All for right. the reminder of why we're not coming. Hang up. You know, just so. threw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the reminder of how, what I'd have to deal with down there. So we're out. So now that trip was canceled. So. Here in New York, you're in South Carolina. What are we talking about today? We are talking about, I like this question because like um, it was written in by a guy, but I know a lot of girls are like also interested in this answer. So the question is, is about the etiquette of your friends continuing to follow and like your ex's pictures after you've broken up. This is a fantastic question. This is genderless. As, as you said, I think this is for all genders because... Listen, a lot of my guy friends would randomly follow my like the girls I was dating, or right. they would get to know them. They, I, we we would go out with them, and then they'd end up following on social media. They'd see me in her. You know, a lot of my friends have followed Jess. 
a lot of these listeners have tried to follow Jess. Like I, I, so, <laughs> so I get it. And also Jess is this, like, I like it. Jess is like Beyonce. She's very private. I like it. Very private. And, um, and, she, and she's gotten requests and she's like, who is this? I'm like, I don't know. I, you know, so then, um, but also this is a very, I mean, quarantine related question, uh, because we're all looking at our phones a little bit more. We're all doing a little bit more stalking. We're all doing a little bit more checking who liked the post. We're doing a little bit more of these self-destructive searches. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's the, that's the thing. They're very, there's nothing good that can come from looking at any of this stuff. No one's ever seen something and been like, awesome. Like I might feel better <laughs> now. Like I, I, um, I, I think, I think uh, there's a comic drew Michael who's very funny and he had an HBO special, but he had a joke that I remember where he would talk about no one's ever gone Facebook and been like, good thing I did that. Ooh, I feel better. You know, like right. that, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. It's just like the best case scenario is that you see nothing and you feel the same. The the best <laughs> case scenario is that you see someone you is that you only feel fat after seeing someone hotter than you. <laughs> you know, right. Like, yeah, and the worst case scenario is that it just fucks up like your entire week. Yeah, so, it, it, so it's a pretty bad scale. Exactly. Yeah. There's, and, there's, there's and very also, little to it because of the quarantine. Idle hands are the devil's tools, right? So, like, yeah. it, it's you're just you've got a little more. Well, anytime you have more time, you get self destructive. I eat more. I I'm looking at pages I shouldn't. All that right. stuff. So because you have time to think about all this stuff that if you're busy, like. You just don't think about. Do you have friends that have liked your ex's pics? Do you have friends that you've had to have talks with? Is this, has it ever come like, up in a way that like became more than just a passing destructive thought? Um, I haven't had, had any like serious exes, I think, since college. And in college, that was like a point I remember like was a point of contention for me. If like, It was. I mean, I didn't really have Instagram in college, but I remember with Facebook or like things like that. I mean, I was also less mature, but it would definitely like, and, and the college community is a lot more like smaller in a bubble mm. where like everyone does know each other. See, oh, but um, the thing with college is that there's an actual, I think like in college, it's a little bit easier to like, um, make amends within your own brain. Cause you're like, okay, we all know each other from college. So like my friend from college being, following like a girl I dated in college they their connection is also college so like right I could I could be I could rationalize because I'm like okay I you know I don't think it's like well they're definitely fucking you know like I, I don't have yeah, that yeah no I agree it's not like it's it wasn't even about like oh I think they're like hooking up or there's something there it was like this weird and I, I don't really have this as quite as strongly anymore but I definitely used to feel like oh there's this sense of like loyalty like anyone sure. that like I don't like like you shouldn't like just like mm. by name and girls i think have that probably a little bit more sure. um or women might might have this i don't know i don't want to generalize but i do think there's a sense of like we hate him like i don't hate him like we hate him totally like, yeah i i do think that's a female right. thing because i've never you know like the i i bring it up a lot i bring up the idea of the brunch table a lot on this show like if someone right. breaks up i'm uh, i'm usually like oh shit and, and like I, you know, for hearing from the other side, especially from this show, I hear a lot of like, well, fuck him. You know, like it's <laughs> like I, I like I, I also 
a lot of well, times we take, it, we take it more personally for some reason when i think our when our friends are wronged by men we're mm. like we're protected like a little more been, protective it, it could have been any of you it could have been <laughs> that could have been me getting ghosted you know so yeah. like, i i i have had um friends like let's say this this scenario you and mike break up i'm still following mike a year later you find out we're doing this podcast are you mad at me you're still following him that's fine you're liking pictures of him and his new girlfriend not fine that's aggressive <laughs> yeah i i hear you there's a difference between the there's two there's a difference one is more passive and one is like more active well i'll read this guy this is this is an email from a guy okay i'll read it and we can uh we can go over his scenario and like the general scenario sure good morning jj first thank uh, thank you for doing such great work and maintaining such a fun useful and evergreen pod through quarantine it means a lot you're welcome i recently refollowed my ex on instagram after unfollowing her the day we broke up last year during my retroactive stock session, I came to find out my best friend not only still follows her, but has been liking all of her posts. I have no reason to believe anything is going on between the two of them because A, we're in lockdown, and B, he has a girlfriend. Um, but I can't help but feel irked at, by the sight of, of liked by his name under her most recent <laughs> posts. The two of them Ooh. were never especially bonded while we were dating, and I don't see why he didn't just unfollow her when we broke up like my other friends did. My friend doesn't do great with confrontation, so I need to know if this is worth bringing up. Am I wrong to hate the fact that my best friend is still liking my ex's photos months after a breakup? Uh, thank you both, and, and stay safe. Signed, follower freak out. Um, this is interesting, and I want to know if you think of it the same way I do. Okay. Okay. To me, it, it's interesting that like when I hear this scenario, the first thing I think is his friend has some attraction to his ex and is maybe gone the rocks with his own girlfriend and is setting up a scenario where he could move in on this girl if his relationship ends. His best friend? Did he say it's his best friend or his friend? Um, My I've best friend. I, I mean... The liking is a lot. If it's true, like, I this think is a lot. The, like you, you think said, the liking is a lot? Oh, yeah. I, I agree with you on that when you said, like, it's a difference between sitting there watching and liking. Like, right. I, I like, especially for a guy to like uh, who's in a relationship to like a single girl's pictures. Like, okay. You, you know, like, I don't know. You know, I don't know what pictures they were. If it's like the family picture. That's one thing. That's uh, good for you and your family. I love Thanksgiving too. If it's the but bikini it's like, pic, it's the it, yeah. If it's like the the look at you know decide if it's the picture that girls are putting up now. There's a picture that a lot of women are putting up that it's like they put on makeup for the first time in quarantine, so they have to like put a picture up of it right. with the caption that's like finally put on makeup for the first time like and it's like they're like they're like bringing it in this one specific picture i'd be like dude you don't have to thumbs that like you know ease off buddy like i, right. I don't know did yeah. you have a similar feeling or no you were i would okay here's what i'm i'm like a top i'm like a i'm a serious investigator right sure so for me it would be like what is his Insta? I, I always think you have to compare someone's Instagram behavior to their other Instagram behavior. Ooh, you need a so, constant. I, yeah. I agree with that. You're right. It has to match the... Re I, I love right. this. 
So if I have, if I'm, if I know my friend, he follows like 2000 people and he likes every picture he sees on Instagram. He's obsessed with Instagram. He just likes all these pictures. I'm probably thinking like, not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you sound like a crazy, if you were to say this to the person, you're like, sure. well, I looked at all the accounts that you yeah. follow and you rarely like pictures yeah. of the opposite sex and you're only well, then, liking. Well, <laughs> well, well, this is before he actually talks to him. You know, like, like <laughs> he's not going to say right. that to him, but we're assessing should he have an issue or not. Right. And when he goes through that assessment, yeah, you're going to be crazy. You're going to be the, the you know, you're going to be the, 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 the detective searching out his white whale, you know? Right. Like, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, you're, if your best friend follows 50 people and one of them is your ex, like, yeah, that's weird. I think you can kind of sure. kind of be like, what are you getting out of still following? And if you're also, if it's your best friend, you if it's like a casual acquaintance, I don't really think you can really like be saying much. Yeah, I, if it's I, your, I agree. If it's your best friend, you could be like, yeah, you know, like I recently refollowed my ex, whatever. And like, I noticed you still like all her pictures. Like, like, are you fucking What's her? The deal? <laughs> What's the deal? What's the deal? What's going on? Yeah, I, 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 I do think. I mean, I'm going to my my like animalistic male brain on this one where I do think there is something weird about him liking the pictures. And this is again, this is very specific. We're bringing up all the things we don't, I don't know right. if he should say something. And I do believe I fully agree with your idea with your what you're saying about the constant mm-hmm. like statistics. You can make statistics to make to <laughs> sound like. To tell a story. And yeah. yeah. And so, but the statistics don't matter without context. So it's like, I had someone, someone was like, man, it seems some guy was like, man, seems like all the coronaviruses are happening in big cities. You know, you big city people. And I'm like, yeah, because they live closer to get, I was like, that's the dumbest right. yeah, city. <laughs> you live on top of each other. Like we, we share elevators. What do you, yeah, of course there's going to be, there's more people. Right. It's, it's not like, that it, we're inherently like <laughs> more contagious. Yeah. We're, yeah. We, in New York, we lick old people. Like, you know, like I don't like, and, and to, and I said to that person, I was like, that's the same as saying, um, all, all the Ivy league schools in the tropics, you know, are, 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 you know, like, like there's no Ivy league schools in the tropics. So it's right. like, you know, like, so like, I, I don't know. So when this guy says, Hey, he liked the picture. Oh, hey, your best friend, you know, his liking process. Does mm-hmm. he like, does your best friend like every one of your pictures? If not, this is aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's rude. Yeah. It's rude. It, it is actually yeah. rude. And you could say, Hey, why are you liking her pictures? What's going on? Right. And again, I, what if it was like not his best friend? What if it was like a like I would a guy, assume he's even like more in his so, group of friends? Even more so, I would assume that this guy's flirting in a defendable way. I, I think like a lot of women need to realize, or I, that sounds horrible, but I um, I think a lot of people <laughs> need to realize that there's all people are are defendably. People are flirting every day in a defendable way. So there's a lot of people on Instagram, Facebook, wherever it is, where they are flirting in a... It's like a one-way flirt. Uh, They're flirting in a way that they could never be turned down. 
a lot of this is ego preserving. So he could always say, like, it's like when someone likes 10 of your pictures in a row, that is a flirt. Okay. Mm. But that's a flirt that you don't have to say no to. You would have to be active to flirt back. Do you understand what okay. I'm saying? So like yeah. when someone likes 10 of your pictures in a row, that is them flirting. That is them flirting without ever having a chance of hearing, hey, you like no, very rarely would someone DM them and go, can you stop liking 10 pictures of mine in a row? They would never do that. They would only react to it positively. Right. So or is, would you, do you unfollow all of your friends' exes? No, I, I, I don't. Like to me, this is when I when I break up with someone, uh, or when my friend would breaks up with someone. There isn't like a house cleaning as much as I wouldn't <laughs> clean my own house. You know, like like right. it, like we. I got an email into my podcast about a girl finding pictures of a guy's ex wife in his house, and I was like, yeah, that they were married. I, I, <laughs> they were married. Also, like there isn't this like. Like, I know for me, and I'm saying a lot of guys are like me. I'm not saying I know this is every guy, but again, I try to live by the theory that there's a big fat part of the graph and I'm pretty much in the middle of it. So most guys are going to be closer to me. I'm not, you know, ending a relationship and then going home and ripping up all the pictures we have together and then writing on my, in my note, you know, crossing out Mr. Jared, you know, with their last name. I'm not going to my Lisa Frank notebooks. I'm not burning, doing a monument to them and then burning it to get rid of the relationship. I, as a guy, a lot of times I just like put other shit on top of that shit. So like in the same way, like if my friend broke up with someone, like I had a friend that got divorced and it took like a year of like w- seeing them on Instagram where I was like, okay, I'm out. Enough's I enough. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't really need this person on my follows list, but it wasn't like, like he signed the papers and I was like, hold on. It's not over till I take out my phone. Well, here's <laughs> you know? all. I think there's all, I think we also have to consider like reason for the breakup. Right. Sure. Because I think that will like also, like deter especially i mean i don't know i can't speak for guys but for girls i feel like it's like if i had a friend and this guy like cheated on her and they broke up and he treated her terribly Mm -hmm. i would like i would unfollow i do think out of like a loyalty like in the same way i mean you think about like (laughs) you think about pete's mom from the bachelor right sure like and people were like oh she's so like not loyal to like her son i think about like i would unfollow someone that like did something bad to anyone that I liked my friend, my family member, like <laughs> I'm just thinking no? of the, of the nosy Jew in me where yeah. like if someone, if a, if a woman, like I, I know someone who cheated on their husband or on the, on the husband and I'm close with the husband. I stuck around for a few minutes to see what happens on social media. Like I, I stuck around. But you're for not like, liking. You're not, not liking. Well, not, yeah, that's yeah, why. No, 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 no. I, I think I'm continuing- quietly watching from the window and <laughs> through the blinds, being like, "What's gonna happen next?" I think all, all of us have that in us. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I would immediately unfollow, but I think that if someone like I felt like did wrong my friend, I don't. I think I would not like because that's well, not to me a sure. like for women not for i think for men it's more of like a flirty thing for women sometimes it's more of like i support this i support Yo, I, you. I i i i i you know? totally hear that and under and agree with that i i think also it's important the way he wrote his email 
I recently refollowed my ex on Instagram after unfollowing her the day we broke up last year. That sounds like someone who was ended with. Like that yeah. sounds like he was ended with for his he uh, and then uh, and then he goes back to look. So he's obviously still hurting. She from broke this up with him, right? She yeah. broke up with him, and now a year later, um, how long was it later? Did he say a year later? Yeah. A year later, he goes back to, you know, see how... Right, he's still not really over it. <laughs> he's not over it. He's lonely. He's at a bad moment. He's like, let me see if my ex is still there. Let me see how she looks. He's also going to his ex's profile for a little bit of a confidence boost, just looking at it. Oh, that's a girl who once would have <laughs> sex with me. You know, like there is a confidence right. boost in that. You're looking at it. And then you see your buddy for the last year has just been hanging out on her on her front porch giving thumbs up like i don't know right. like the way it and you know and if also i would love to know and i i know we don't get this from the email how the buddy's relationship is doing that matters too if it he's, in a if he's super, his best friend you should he's know. His, yeah and it, he calls him his best friend like and and I, I also when it's your best friend the conversation's a little bit easier. You you know, you're not going to be, you'd be like, hey, dude, are you liking her picks still? Like, it's one thing to be following her, but like, you know, we ended badly. You right. know, it didn't, I was upset. You could just say like, can you not? Can you not? <laughs> right. And if they're not, if they give you, if they give you pushback to the can you not, like, they could just be like, oh, like I wasn't even thinking about it. I just, she likes my pictures, so I just kind of like did it almost on instinct. Sure. And, 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 and then you, yeah, the tone of their voice matters so much. Like I, I think like with any social media thing, you know right away, who's that person? I started following them like two years ago and now I still follow. I liked because it was on my page. You know, like you could say it, it comes out as easily as it went in. Right. You know? I would. I, I think a scenario where I would still follow and like a friend of mine's ex would be like if they broke up with them. Like if my friend broke up with a guy and he was a nice guy and he never did anything wrong to me or her, yeah. I would be. And like I saw he put up a picture. Like I wouldn't. I don't. Wouldn't think it would be so offensive would the to picture her. Have, would the picture have to be an important life moment? What if, What if the picture? See, to me, the picture matters. Like what it was. Like if it's family. Uh, you know, Grampy just had his 80,000th birthday and fine. I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine. But it, it, I think the picture matters. Like if that guy that she dumped the, you know, loser McLoserson, <laughs> if he, if he is there and, and, and it's like him being like, I graduated med school. Yeah. Good for loser. You know, good for right. loser. Look, loser, Dr. Loser, you know, loserson. you know? Yeah. So like, you know, I think that, I think context is very right. much involved like we in said this. picture with them in a new partner maybe don't yeah <laughs> and 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 it, based on how offensive this person's like is that's how you go talk to them i agree you guys know i'm a huge fan of skims and with warmer weather coming up i recently tried out one of their t-shirts skims makes the best basics and foundations so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee i've ever worn finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge whether it's the fit or the quality but with skims they make the most flattering shirts for everyone honestly i love pretty much everything skims makes but i really love their t-shirts they're like form-fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother i have the soft smoothing seamless t-shirt in onyx it 
has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi whole body deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. You UUP it? at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Here, people, we need you to rate, review, subscribe. We need that right now. We need you to we need you to go and make it your Instagram story right now. Come on, people. Stop the podcast while you're listening. I'm asking. I'm not asking. I'm telling. <laughs> okay, Tag Dad. us both. <laughs> yeah. Tag us both. We'll send you a heart. Um, you ready? I'm ready. Long time listener, so felt uh, so I felt it was finally appropriate to share my awkward sexual encounter. Two years ago, when I was a sophomore in college, I went home with this guy from a party. We had mutual friends, and he was cute and seemingly normal. So I thought the hookup would be pretty standard. That's always fun to hear. You look like a standard hookup. <laughs> like, ooh, I want to go home with you. Average. Ooh, yeah, ooh, you look like you'll be an average to okay time, and we'll do missionary. Ooh, this got me so hot and ready. As soon as we got into my room, he sat down on my bed and in a very serious tone said, I just want to let you know, I have a foot fetish. <laughs> I mean, I, at this point, I'm wondering, was she wearing open-toed shoes? Like, how does the foot fetish guy go right. about making... Like, she looked how at him and he was, like, How does he target his... Yeah. Like, bull. she looked at him and she was like, ooh... 
he's a pretty standard <laughs> hookup. <laughs> like, like, this will be an average night. <laughs> yeah. Who can't wait? And then she, he looked at her and was like, "Oh, look at those! Look at her in those toes. Birkenstocks! Oh man, I love what the <laughs> look of a toe in a Birkenstock! Oh, she looks like she drives a Subaru Forester in those Birkenstocks! Ooh, she what probably like, <laughs> she I feel probably like goes outside in the grass. I feel like a foot fetish is mostly like a guy thing. Do you know like?" what makes for a good foot i i don't have a foot <laughs> fetish um i i i mean i've never heard said, of a woman with a with a foot I fetish i totally agree with you i've never and I, listen i don't think fetishes are gender specific <laughs> but this specific fetish you never hear it from the female side right you i've never i'm trying hear, to think yeah you always hear about men asking women for their feet pictures Never the other way around. Right. I wonder also, that's what I'm saying. I wonder what like it is about the foot that makes like, like would my feet be appealing to someone with a, with a vet? We, so there's like a wiki feet. There's actually websites where they like put out celebrity feet. Like oh. this is like a big thing. Like, like when, it, and also I've been saying on this podcast for now years, you are someone's foot. Like uh, yeah, well. there's guys whacking off to feet. So whatever you look like, there's somebody that's into your thing. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think we should probably invite someone with someone. a foot fetish on. I, I, I like, it, it is funny though, that foot fetish has been destigmatized enough. It's made it like yeah. it is, it is being sent in as an awkward sexual encounter, but I'm saying it, it it's it was also destigmatized enough for this guy to sit down with someone that he was attracted to and go, hey, before we get started here, um, you got great feet and that's what I'm into. Like it is interesting. Which, right, it's normalized. Yeah, it's normalized. Which fetishes make it out? It, it, you know, it's like that slippery slope argument that people would have for like, you know, like like for you know, for gay people, which was like never fair. That was like, what's next? You're gonna be sleep marrying a farm animal it's like right no like that's not what we're saying at all like but there is a thought where it's like okay foot fetish has made it to normal every day <laughs> <laughs> like what gets what will right. be next this guy's like there's no issue with me i don't even have to hide this fetish i just need to ask for consent exactly which is the day uh, ad, where, we, where we are in the world no but just like admirable it. and nice and you know i i listen yeah. If I had a woman that was like, listen, you're great, but the reason I'm here is that big toe. I would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'd be like, nice. It would be like flattering. And I'd be like, let's do whatever you do. Like, I'm right. I'm, I'm ready to go on the foot roller coaster with you. Well, really, how is it any really that different from someone who's just like, I love a nice ass. Like, I it, just it, like. I'm it a butt guy. Seem, yeah. Like to do things in and around there. Like that seems like you, someone could sure. say that very easily and you wouldn't call it a fetish. Yeah. What makes things a fetish? We should get some, we need an expert, a fetish, fetish expert, expert. If you're a fetish expert, email, email the show. us at Let UUP at betches.com. <laughs> We'd love to have you on. I'll go into the rest of the email. Not really sure what to do or say as a literal 19 year old with limited sexual experience. I went along with the hookup. Good for her. Yeah, okay. You felt fine enough. She said, during the hookup, we had zero sex. He pretty much only <laughs> focused on the foot stuff. 
He proceeded to suck my toes, ask for a foot job, and ultimately came on my feet after telling me I had the cutest little feet. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, like, on the levels of, like, harmful hookups, this yeah. feels okay. I mean... You got Sounds very, like very safe running. sex. It's it's the same. It's <laughs> the safest sex, I think. The only thing that would hurt after this is the ab work, the lower ab workout from doing the foot. You ever do like leg lifts? Yeah. Like a foot job That's must tough. be the ultimate leg lift. You have to press and lift at the same time. Someone That's should incorporate hard. it into their uh, yeah. into their yeah. routine. <laughs> what if that becomes the new fitness trend? Everyone, we're doing Lift, foot jobs foot today. Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, the worst part about that this was that I hooked up with him a second time. See, it's interesting. This is like the like we talk about this a lot on this podcast. We're like women. We're like, all right, let's see if maybe a second time. Like she wasn't into it. And then she's like, well, let's maybe he is a good guy, though. Right. He's great on paper. Yeah. He's got a good head of hair. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I can. And then maybe I could deal. You know, I can go get manicure. He'll pay for all my uh, pedicures. Pedicures. Yeah. Little baby foot. Yeah. (laughs) The worst part about this was that I hooked up with him a second time because I was hoping he would have sex. But nope. Same old foot stuff. He still slides in my DMs every once in a while, but I have kindly declined any further meetups. This has become a huge joke among me and all my friends, and they named our group chat Foot Loving Good Time. See, (laughs) this is where I feel bad for him. Like, this is like if, okay, and now always sends me pics when they're getting pedicures. (laughs) Thought you'd get a good laugh out of this one, especially since Jared always says everyone is someone's foot. So I I do enjoy the email. I, I think like this is like, what I find interesting about it is is how comfortably she writes in about this thing. What do you like, mean? Like I so I had a an email that kind of got bad feedback from. I put up a video on my Instagram. Um, uh, it was about a woman whose boyfriend wanted to come on her face, and okay. he brought <laughs> it up to her. And she was like, that's degrading to women. And her question, he, she said to him that she finds that degrading. Okay. And which is totally okay. You can feel however you want to feel. But then ask to her ask for advice was, how do I get over the hump of feeling this is degrading? And it's like, I can't tell you how to feel. My point. <laughs> that, yeah, well, and, and but my what the angle I chose to take on the email and what got lost in the point that I was trying to make was like, it is interesting that he brings up his fetish and he's degrading. Like he's asking you about doing it. He's doing he has this is obviously a part of what gets him off. Like and then right. she, she in her email, she says. I want to be, I want to fulfill his sexual desires. And it's like, well, sometimes you can't be both. You're not going to fulfill his, you shouldn't make that promise if you're going to like hear his, the thing he likes, because you hear the thing he likes and make him feel bad for liking that thing. Right. Because you can't help what you're attracted to or what what gets you off really. But it's also okay to not, I think we discussed this too, a different episode. Did we? Okay. Um, something similar about like 
that kind of thing. I just I think it's okay. You like you said, like you can't really help what gets you off. So like that's what gets you off. I think you, but but you can't necessarily expect someone to be down to do it. Yeah, I I think what got lost in what I talked about on my show and what I'm saying right here is, and I, I totally agree with you. It's okay to like not want to do something. You know, you should say, <laughs> hey, that's not for me. That's totally fine. What's 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 interesting is to make it personal. You know, to make it like, oh. Now that you want to do that, you must hate women and you must be degrading um, and you must well, be this weirdo. The I don't know. I, 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 what I, if he's like, I want to like, I just want to punch you in the face. That's going to get me off. Sure. I don't. I, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> well, there's some people who like being strangled. So like it, it, this isn't a match, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I think like well, you I cannot mean- match sexually and match in every other way. And I, I think the, the act of asking, doesn't that make it – like, th- this guy sat in the corner of the bed was like, I like feet, and this is kind of where I'm going with this sexual act. Right. And she goes, I went along with it. She finds out there's no sex. Okay. She goes back thinking there's going to be sex, and then he's like – he goes back to the same old foot thing. He should – you know, he should be free, and, and she can go, okay, that's still not for me. Right. It's over. Which is totally fine. Yeah. You're saying you don't like that she's like making fun of him with her friends. I don't mind. I make fun of everybody. But like I, 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 I think this is like says a lot about the male female sexual experience where it, it is it would be called shaming if a guy wrote in that, you know, like it with a similar tone. I, you know what I mean? I, I. Right. I don't know if I have the words to best describe this. I And I know I could sound bad to somebody listening. Well, what if a I'm, girl was like to you, like, I want you to like, I want you to like hit me. I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. And we are not a sexual match, but I get You'd that be you like, like it's that. It's totally cool that you're like that. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm just not sure. Or like, 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 let's say like, like, uh, I like you to hit me or I want you to strangle me. And then I start strangling her and I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I, I was in a situation with my girlfriend where she was like, you know, should I tell this story? Uh, I already did. Okay. She, wa- <laughs> she wanted me to come on her face and I was like, ah, and I got, I, I, I choked up. I said, I respect you too much. And I, you know, and I guess, but also that's me saying it's, you, I guess that's you're the saying inverse that's you of saying degrading. It's disrespectful. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, and and she, and, I, and you know that was a talk between us, and I was like, you know, you know, I, that's probably the wrong way. I didn't email someone else to be like, look what this idiot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, I it, it, but you know, I. I don't think that doesn't make us a match. You know, like I, I, I don't think like. Well, if she was like, that's the only thing I want, and if you can't, then I would have then to. Maybe let, that would have be, to right. Then maybe we wouldn't be together. You know, which is fine. And but I, I don't think I'd be like, look at this idiot with her cum shots. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't do that to her. I would hope. I mean, right. Yes, and I, I think, I do, uh, and I'm not here to like say that younger men or immature men or men out there don't make fun of women for their sexual things like requests, i mean the, yeah sure. requests or also for being sexual at all you know calling a woman a slut is not a new thing like that's a horrible thing that men have done so i'm uh, i'm not saying i'm just saying like for 
it is interesting that this guy's like, you know, he, he, I don't know what he did wrong. I understand why he's laughed at because we're making jokes here. Right. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if like, it, I always have. I this- don't think he did do it. I don't think he did do anything wrong. He just, he threw it like, eventually he'll find a girl who's like, yeah, like I'm super sure. into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Good. I mean, hope for well, his what sake. I would have done differently if I were her is I would have been on the second time. By the second time, I think I would have been like, let me tell you, I have a penetration fetish. <laughs> yeah. I love to have standard missionary sex. It's well, just like, what, will you oblige? <laughs> well, if anything, this guy is a lesson for her to be more open and uh, straightforward with what you like in the bedroom with anyone you're with. Right. She could be like, yeah, that like she should take almost like um, a lesson from him. Yes. And she could she could have been like, yeah, like I'm happy to do this. But like, I really would like to have also like regular sex after Are you yeah, interested that's in what that gets me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I'm with you. I think this guy is a beacon for society and we should erect statues in his honor uh, of feet in every city to, to, yeah. to glorify him. No, there's he, nothing I, to interpret. She got it all all the information right right up front i think if everyone was as communicative as this guy we'd have a lot less problems in the world no like i agree he's a hero he's a hero what would you call this right yeah absolutely what would you call this one uh what do you think i got two names let's hear it totally awesome oh i like that (laughs) or to heal and back I like that. Head so over look, heels. Head over heels. That's good. Um, or no head w- with heels. <laughs> uh, playing footsie. The toe job. Toe like job. Um, I've got my foot in my mouth. I put foot my mouth foot, is good. Yeah. Foot and mouth. Um, uh, red flag deal breaker. You're you're hooking up with a guy. He's like, hey, I gotta tell you something. Are you licking his foot? I'm not gonna be doing any of the licking, but I think if someone wa- I think if someone was like into my feet and wanted me to wanted to like lick my feet, that would be fine for me. Have at I it, Hoss. What? Have at it, Hoss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go for it. I mean, if that was the only she's saying this is like the only thing he wants to do, I don't think that would work for me long term. Yeah. But if this was like part of his thing and he was into my feet, I would actually be pretty flattered because my feet are like very big. Um, and I don't I don't think they're like the cutest feet. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, like totally. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, thanks. You think I, I have I, like t- like dainty, lovely feet? I'd be into it. Yeah, definitely not. a. This isn't even a red flag. This is like I like anyone who communicates what they're putting, you know, what they're needing. So if someone right. was like, hey, get down there and start sucking on that toe, I'd be like, no problem. I, I, you captain. would do it to them. You're fine yeah, with doing and it. And I do it okay. to me, do it to you. I don't know. Would you, well, would it matter about like the cleanliness of their feet or your? Nah, I mean, come on. I'm, 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 pro- I'm cooking my own dinners. I'm probably doing worse with, you know, cross contamination than they are with their feet. Okay. <laughs> yeah i don't think I, I i'm not into like the just the i wouldn't go i wouldn't go down on their feet 
but they could go down on mine. I would be more like, <laughs> I, you can do me, I won't do you. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I would just be more questions. I'd be like, I would be more interested to find out like, what about the foot you like? What what can I do to like enhance this right. for you? Like, do you, you know, want to like, yeah, I don't know. Which celebrity I, has the great best feet? What's, yeah, <laughs> what, what, what does the community think of a foot like mine? And then they'd have like names for my feet. They'd be like, oh, you have a bare foot. And like, like all that type of stuff. I don't right. know. It, who's your celebrity open, foot crush? Yeah. It was, yeah. It would open up a whole new can of questions. I would definitely be curious. I, would, I agree with that. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Use emails? Yeah, absolutely. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Go for it. J&J, love the pod. Saw you at your New York show earlier this fall and brought three friends and you guys killed it. Now on to my question. Thank you. A pattern I keep noticing with me in any dating scenario is I keep blaming myself and getting down when something doesn't work out. Just a small recent example. There's been this guy I had a crush on Never actually met him, heard him on a different podcast once and thought he was funny. So I followed on Insta and decided to DM him because why not? It's quarantine. I called out the awkward 
of me reaching out and we ended up talking back and forth for the next eight hours. The convo seemed to, be, to fade. So I sent over a, here's my number. Let me know if you want to chat or FaceTime since grabbing a drink doesn't seem to be an option right now. And he never ended up texting or calling me. For the next few days, I kept beating myself up. Like, why would I send that so soon? Maybe I was too forward. And if I gave him my number to text instead and didn't bring it up a date yet, I'd still have a chance. The last two dates I've, uh, the last two guys I've dated, uh, both three monthers last year, I had the same thing. After it ended, I would drive myself crazy with the what did I do wrong? And if I did this or didn't do this, maybe it would have worked out. The thing is, I'm aware I wasn't the match for any of these guys or it would have or it would have worked out and it's probably for the better. But I still can't get out of my head about these things when they happen and always end up getting so mad at myself about these things. I even try to reflect and learn from any mistake I've made, but it doesn't help me from, from being any less self-critical or hard on myself. Any advice on how to change my perspective on these failed dating situations? Sincerely, too much time alone with my thoughts during quarantine. It's a great question. It's interesting. What do you think? Um, I think one, like, you know, we're not professionals. So, like, you know, we're two people that are just, you know, speaking from a little bit out of our asses. And right. we're giving our own personal experiences to help you not feel alone in your personal experience. So the only thing I can say to this, I can't tell her how to feel. I understand why she feels that way. I've gotten emails that reflect this feeling. Um, I will say from my experience, there's never been someone I dated where I could point to one thing as the reason we broke up. So there was never right. one move. So like, and, and, women that I ended things with or women that I didn't text or women that I didn't, that DM me. Like she brings up the scenario of her hearing someone on a podcast and DMing him. There's never been someone that DM me where, where I responded, where I was like, they did this one thing and that's the reason we didn't get drinks or we didn't do something. It was always um, my things. It was always, Right. My personal situation as well as um, the situation, the, the mix and a number of things that just ha they weren't as personal as she's writing them in to maybe feel. Do you understand? Does that right. make not about anything that she did wrong? I don't think any. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like most people are not like, well, this person, it was going great until this person like sent this one text or this person did this thing it's more like and it's also like if that is the case then they're not a good match for you and i think it's hard when like you you keep you date a lot of people and it doesn't work out and then i've had this experience before too where i'm like what am i doing wrong it must be something that i'm doing because nothing is working out the way i want it to work out sure and i it must be me but i think what i've learned over the years is that like it's sometimes it's that I'm not dating the right kinds of people for me, or I'm, I'm not like, you know, looking for the right qualities in someone. And that's why it's not working out. And it's, I blame it's like on something I'm doing, but it's really like the people that I'm choosing or the people that I'm pursuing or the people that I'm dating are not people that are going to be in long-term things or are looking sure. for something serious or, or, and that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with me. Um, but it is hard because you're, there's, there's, I like the aspect of like always trying to self improve and to reflect on yourself and to think, to wonder if you are the problem. But most of the time I agree with you. It's not really about you. It's about the other person. And I, if I were her, I would look more into like, 
who are the kinds of guys that I'm pursuing? Am I, do I keep going after the same guy that doesn't really seem to be working out? Maybe it's about this kind of guy and not this kind yeah. of guy not being a good match for my type of personality. I'll say this. I also think that like she should stop pursuing. I I I I know that's like I I, I don't blame you. Sent a text to I think like here's the thing. A lot the we talk a lot about like how options are. All these options make men kind of go in different directions and not want to commit because they're what if there's a better option to come down the road. And that's a real thing. But I think also because of all the options, the the ability to DM any person on Instagram you find good looking, uh, the, the ability to swipe all day long with endless people depending on what city or town you're in. There's also more uh, rejection. And, you know, right. like, so, so you're going, like, this person is like, she's like, I said, like, yeah, not everyone you DM is going to be your husband. Like, that's the nine out of 10 people you meet aren't going to be the one, the one that ends in divorce 50% of the time. Just know that. Right. So, like, you, when you, the, as, I'm not saying to stop trying, I'm saying maybe you're trying in a way where it's like, it's boyfriend or loss. And it's like, that is always going to set you up for like a failure. Like, instead of like, hey, I'm going, I'm going out with my friends tonight. Um, no, I don't want to go out tonight because, you know, three guys that I matched with didn't answer on Bumble. And it's like, well, yeah, you don't know those three people's situation. That has nothing to do with you. It's just you're just talking to three more people than you would have if the app didn't exist. So that's three more chances for failure. Right. Of, uh, three I, think, more I agree with you. Probable failure. I agree with you on the terms of like, you know what I mean? Like you're if if you it's. I don't think it's that you shouldn't pursue, but I think it's that if you do anything, the guys are much more used to this and much more socialized to have this as like an okay thing of like, if you do pursue don't take it so personally if yeah. it doesn't like work out. Guys yeah. are usually the historically the, the more common pursuers, but I think they also know and also, like, and, and, and also like a large percent of people are not going to respond positively. Also, we're told our whole lives, be a man, go talk to her. Go ask her out. Be a man. Be a man. Go pay for the meal. Do the right thing. Open the door. Like, so like. Right. So when you're, the whole idea of be a man is don't get mad when it doesn't work out. <laughs> you know, like, be, you know, be a man, it, it, whatever. So, you know, just take it. If it doesn't, ha if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's like when you're taught that your whole life, then you kind of get this callous to like the negative feedback because you're like. Yeah, I wasn't going to I just got to be a man in this scenario. And that's not a fair thing either, but it's just the reality of it. So I I agree with you. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. I applaud her taking action if she's if she's interested. I yeah, I applaud her taking action if she's like interested in someone. She wants to shoot her shot. Like I'm Absolutely. all for that. But I think I you, if you're going to do that, you also just have to to be like, OK, like I'm just going to try this. It probably won't won't work, but like maybe it will. Let's let's give it a shot and go into it with that attitude instead of like kind of resting your self-esteem on whatever the result of this of you yeah. putting yourself out there and, is and the real problem for her is um especially from the guy's point of view like i'll say this and this isn't going to sound great it might sound icky but when you when a girl approaches a guy 
you're being accepted on a different scale than when a guy approaches a woman. When a guy approaches a woman, you know, like I would assume, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, that there's a certain amount of box checking that's going on. And part of those box checking is, would this be a suitable partner for me for the rest of my life or for a long-term thing? When a guy approaches a woman or the other way? Yeah, so like if I DM'd you... You would look at my profile right. and and check certain boxes, right? Right, and assess if you're like a good member of society or potential you, future father of my children. Exactly, yeah. but not even that far. Am I yeah. safe? Am I someone that you're yeah. attract on, on the level of like when someone approaches you, it, it like for when a guy approaches a woman, a woman is going through a checklist that involves many things. I would assume. Right. When a woman approaches a man, there's the one thing on the checklist. Would I fuck? That is the only thing on the checklist, okay? The rest will be determined later. So I could understand from her point of view <laughs> why it's so defeating because I'm just I'm just realizing from her yeah. email is she goes, I called out the awkward she she DMs this guy she's heard on a podcast because she thought he was funny. Okay, there we go. I called out the awkward of me reaching out and we ended up talking back and forth for eight hours. She only writes that because she thinks that's important information. I would talk to someone for eight hours to see if they would fuck me. You're saying it's not. It's not. (laughs) I'm saying if someone spent eight, there isn't an amount of time that I wouldn't put into vetting out (laughs) if someone would fuck me casually and never speak to me again. So Okay. So my point well, to this good information for us to know, I, I think so, because, well, I, I guess the point is that like when a guy gets turned down, it can be like it, 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 it's easily rationalized. It's like, oh, you didn't want to marry me. <laughs> you know, like that's like, right. you know, like and from my point of view, I'm like my ego is a little bit more intact. I can understand from her perspective. She's like, well, he liked me enough to talk to me and like bring me like I think sometimes right. women can be a little bit more brutal. They're like, no, like if, if like if a guy like yells at you in the street, no, get the fuck away, asshole, walk away, you know, or just like ignore them. <laughs> if a, a guy, well, that who guy gets, expects that because he does that all the time. <laughs> sure, but a guy who gets, if I get approached, I'm saying, or if a man gets approached, you're gonna be taken in, and. Um, no matter if they, you know, they, no matter what, like they could think that you're, you know, I'm just saying it's like, I think right. it's a harder approach for a woman to approach a man because you could be long conned. Like there's a lot of people. Right. In, Cause in, it's easier to like, it's easier to pr- to put on the facade of wanting something more within conversation. Cause most guys aren't just going to be like, um, uh, I'm yeah, I'm down to have sex if, if yeah. that's why you DM me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, and, and it's like, but nothing uh, more. <laughs> and a lot of people are dealing with this in quarantine. They're very nervous that the guy they've been talking to for two months just wants to fuck. And it's like, yeah, that's a long game of con. That is a long game of acting like you want serious when you don't. And I don't think guys are knowingly doing this as much as it seems, as as much as maybe I'm making it seem. But that is a part of the equation when you are the one approaching or you're the one texting with someone. He's living on a a yes or no, and you might be living, if someone approached you, on a 
yes, no, maybe, uh, one through ten scale on every question. Right. And I think in a way, like, I think if I would look at this the other way, like this guy almost did you, he did you a favor because like, if you're not just looking for sex and he's sort of letting you know early on that that's all he's looking for, then you're, you just saved a lot of your time investing in analyzing someone's behavior that didn't, wasn't going to date you. Totally. That's why like, you know, you text for eight hours. Great. Okay. The next step was, well, let me know if you want to get a drink. Let me know if you want to do a FaceTime. And he goes, Nope. And then you go, okay, that's the next step. It, you know, right. eight hours of texting doesn't mean more than you guys had a good interaction. And it doesn't Great. mean that he's a good person or cares about you more. I, I think, you know, the idea of effort right now is very easily misconstrued. Talking, texting with you for eight hours is not effort. I can do that with any person in the world. Um, right. Making the time to FaceTime. Uh, making the time to go meet with you six feet apart. You know, these things, you you have to start like judging things on actual effort versus this technology effort. Like, I mean, we see it all the time with yeah. people and that this are is a like, great time. go ahead. Sorry, I was saying this is a great time, like as I've said, like to to feel out someone's intentions because Absolutely. you don't know when the end date is. And if someone's just looking to hook up, they're probably not going to keep talking to you and that's them doing you a favor. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Jared and Jordana, I'm writing in with a question regarding finances during quarantine. I work in the hospitality industry, have been furloughed from my job for the foreseeable future until things go back to normal. My boyfriend, thankfully, still has his job and has been working from home. We have been dating for almost eight months. Pre-quarantine, we spent about five to six nights a week together, including weekends. During the first month of quarantine, we were both working from home and worked together at my place or his pretty much every day. We have always been pretty 50-50 when it comes to shared food expenses like buying groceries that we'll both be eating. And when we get takeout, we'll take turns paying. However, now that I don't have a job paycheck coming in, I have started to feel like he should be pitching in a little bit more when it comes to food, eating out, and I find myself getting a little bit resentful when he doesn't offer to cover meals more often for us as he is still receiving a steady paycheck and makes way more than I did anyway. I have been pushing more to cook at home rather than getting takeout, and we only do it maybe once a week. 
Obviously, I know that this is something we should talk about. However, I don't know the best way to approach it. I don't want to come across as stingy or entitled. And of course, I don't expect him to pay for all my expenses. That isn't fair. That isn't fair. I guess I would uh, just appreciate if he offered more knowing my situation, how stressed I am about money right now. What do you think? What is the best way to bring this up? I appreciate all you guys do. What do you think? I I actually think you give great advice on this. And what I immediately thought of was your advice about things like vacations. I mean, we've talked about finances in terms of like vacations or like yeah. um, I saw you put up a post from your own podcast about like uh, apartment furniture when you're moving in together and things like that. I think it's like she has to she I don't I wouldn't go into this like relying on him for anything. I agree. It can be annoying if someone doesn't offer. But I would say if if he wants to take out and split it, you can say, I don't have a job. I can't really afford to do that right now. So I'm not doing take. I'm not doing takeout tonight. I'm not doing this. And then like you would hope he might offer, as I assume you would if he if he was in his situation. But if he doesn't, then like you can judge someone for that. Everyone's entitled to judge someone for whatever they they want to, whether or not that maybe you're not a match. If you expect someone to take on more of the load if one person is. I think it is nice if one if you are in a serious relationship for people to be helping each other out and to work more as a team in that way. But I don't think it's like necessarily a given. Yeah, I think she's ahead of herself. I think I I agree with everything you said. I think making this an I thing um is the way to have the conversation. Um I think you can't sit there with secret expectations that are beyond what your relationship is. You are not we yet. You might be eight months in, but this is not we. When your parents say, oh, you, uh, you know, like, are you coming home this weekend? They, uh, like, it, it's you. You know, they're not going, are you coming home doesn't mean you and the boyfriend. That happens right. once you get married, once you're engaged, once you have kids together. This is, you are, she's making assumptions as if, they have shared expenses and we are now, you know, in, in, he's not paying for the meals. You know what I mean? I, I understand where her frustration mm-hmm. comes in, but this is where you have to separate the I from the we. I am going to cook tonight because I have been furloughed and I don't have the money I used to have. And I don't take offense if you want to like... If you want to order food out, but just know that I'll be doing this because things are different now for me. And and, and you have to act as, you know, I just don't get into scenarios I can't afford personally. Like if someone was like, hey, let's do dinner tonight. I would go, hey, I understand that, you know, you want to do dinner tonight. I'm happy to do that, but I don't have the money for it right now. And then he would go, oh, no, no, I'm going to pay for it. Like that was that. And right. Maybe- that would be how you have to do it instead of like, can you pay for dinner tonight? Because like you don't really have the right to and say I, And I know it's confusing now because a lot of people, if you're with someone eight months, they're quarantining together. So she's like, it's us against the world. But it's really not. You know, like it's well, when, when you, do you think it you think it becomes that way when you get married or like what if you what if they live together? What if they were dating two years and they live together? That's a conversation where you have to say, hey, um, Based on expenses right now, I can't expect myself to be chipping in for these certain things. These certain, you know, and then you list out the things. Hey, I have this much money a month. At that point, like, if you're with someone two years and they're just spending like crazy, like, you have to let them know, hey, like, we got to talk about our spending here. 
There is a, like a transition right. from like me to our. And I, 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 that's kind of the. Well, that's, yeah, you become more of like a unit. Totally. Like, you know, Jess and I living together, like when we moved in together. Um, okay, now we're doing dinner together. What do you want to do for dinner tonight? Like, that's a part of the conversation, too. Well, we have the chicken in the fridge. Okay, um, I'd like to order Chinese tonight. At that point, the response would be, well, we just ordered last week, and I'm trying to cut down on spending because I've been right. furloughed. You understand that, right? And that's like a natural way to get into the conversation. And if they don't understand that, you have to go, hey, I, I, I need a little bit more help from you here because you're not seeming to understand that I can't eat out every night and also split a 50-50. Now, if you want to take me out, I would love for you to take me out. But I'm not going to sit here and and work for you. You know, like I'm not going to like like I'm right. not going to like sit here and be nervous if you're not going to pay or not over my own expenses. You have to it's like you have to take care of yourself. Own your for, own thing. Own, right. yeah, yeah. Own your own thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like I I agree with that. I mean, and, and again, like if someone if if something that's attractive and hot for you is that like someone who you're with. will will pay for more stuff when you're down and out, which is like, a go again, like totally and fine without having I think to that's, discuss it. That, that, yeah. That's also like, it's okay to, it's okay to judge someone because they didn't offer. And like, maybe yeah. you're not a match, not to say they're right or wrong, but if that's, a, if that's what you expect and that's what works for you, maybe they're not the match for you. So I have a question. How did the expenses work for you and Mike going down to South Carolina? We have, um, we have a credit card together. So split. this was 50-50 on the credit card. Yeah. We like there you um, go. that's what we have we have a when we moved in together, we opened a new credit card um together and uh now we just charged everything that we do together on that card and then at the end of the month we split that card. And that's it. Well, that that's a better way to understand <laughs> what the math is on this. Well, with uh, was there anything, but but will there be anything on this trip that would not go on that credit card? Yeah, if he want, I mean, like if I wanted to buy him something or he wanted to buy me something or if he wanted to take me out to dinner or something, I mean, that's like, not really happening right now. But like, well, let's say I'm one just, night like, of the week, but like, uh, like delivery, like you guys are in this house. Oh, there's a, you mm -hmm. know, there's a, there's a, there's a Thai place in town. Mm-hmm. Is that going on the card or is there a point where you go, I don't want Thai, you get it? Like, like if you said, I don't want Thai. Oh, yeah, if I got my own thing, I would pay for my own credit card and he would pay for his with his own card. But this, but this has all been understood. Right. So I think right. like it takes, t what we're saying is both. It takes time to get where you guys are, but also yeah. it takes having the conversations through the experiences. Well, how does, how does it work for you? Not that way. I, I I like your way better than my <laughs> the, than my way. I <laughs> I no like I <laughs> I'll get you know groceries. She'll get groceries. I get food. You know if we're ordering, I'll get it on mine. She'll right. do it on hers. It, it's it's way more. Um, we're living in a loose household here, and now I'm hearing yours, and I'm I I kind of like how you guys do it. Well, we also I think it, I mean, we were kind of like oh like we'll get points together, and then we'll use that sure. for trips, and like you know like it's a um, it's before I mean, we worked your way before we like like before we got the credit card. It was kind of mm -hmm. like you know loose and fine and like I mean the longer you've been dating, the less like 
sexy the like particulars get. Yeah, I'm you know with what you. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear. It. Yeah, I um, especially. I yeah. These conversations aren't easy, but I think it's like also like again, you might break up with him because you don't like the way he handles this conversation, but no one is gonna end things because you had the conversation. Right. No one's going to be like, I don't talk about money. Yeah. yeah. And if that's the case, <laughs> now you are ending it because they said that, you know, like right. you saying, hey, like um, I can't order out tonight because I, I my spending has gotten a little crazy, especially with the furlough. He's not going to walk away and be like, can you believe she wanted to talk about spending? And it's like, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> you know, like so I think yeah. part of her fear is that, like, if I bring it up, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But these uncomfortable conversations is, yeah. need to happen. That's how you go from like su- like sh- like beginning like passionate like bullshit relationship to like real long lasting relationship is really by having those conversations because that's how you find out who someone actually is yeah. as opposed to like the beginning facade of like everything is like sexy and they're paying for things and like doing what like that's not the right real life really I'm about to find out who I'm living with with this shared credit card conversation <laughs> <laughs> Let's play some games. You ready? <laughs> Let's do it. Right. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hit it. Red flag or deal breaker. Hi, J&J. Big fan. I'll get right to it. I'm a 21-year-old guy from Boston, and my female friend and I had a difference of opinion. Is it weird to have a roommate that's the opposite sex? Would it be a red flag or deal breaker for people that they date? For the record, I think it would pose a red flag while my friend, 23 years old, doesn't think it's a big deal. This is what do you think? This is I love that he put the ages. I think the age matters for how you feel about this. He's 21. Men live with men. Women live with women. They, uh, <laughs> men can only live with women and they have to fuck like he's thinking of this like an immature 21 year old. She's a 23 year old um, maturing adult. It is not weird at all. I think you can have a female room, uh, a roommate of the opposite sex, and it's nothing. And I actually think it, it'll make it easier for when you get more serious in the future. Yeah, they'll know how to live with. You know, they'll know or, what the, all the hair in the drain is about. It, yeah, they know what to <laughs> expect. They know what to see. I mean, like it is. We uh, Jess and I had an argument the other night. Because I go on Amazon and I just order a bunch of shit. Like I, I I'm like, oh, we need cups, three thousand cups. Like, <laughs> like, like, we need toilet paper, three thousand. And she like legitimately was angry at me. Like, like, where are you gonna put it all? It's a dangerous game for an apartment. Is, wow, that is that is hilarious. I would not even think of where it would go. And she's like, we have nowhere to put it. And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> like I'm like. What? I like to drink from a paper cup. It's bad for the environment. And I'm like, that's not really what you care about. You know, like, it's like... Um, the space is the thing, yeah. The space. So I think living with uh, the opposite is actually a good thing. And also, like, if you're sitting there being like, they're probably going in the hallway and fucking, like, you have a very bad view. You have a very um, right off view of what it is to live with someone. Yeah, it's not that sexy. Um, I think it's fine also. Yeah. Let's do another one. Okay. Wants to elope in Vegas instead of a wedding. Wants to elope in Vegas instead of a wedding. Um, that's a deal breaker. Because then I would assume they just like, 
hate their whole family and don't want to like <laughs> and like you know like like I need someone that like like I want someone who's close with their family to have you know uh, to have the break myself. Like I I I definitely don't want to be in a relationship where it's like it's us against the world. No, we don't talk to anyone nope, at any holidays. It's just you. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I'm out. Like to me, this is like okay. No, we got. I got to break up the conversation somehow. Like like this means you don't talk to anyone on the phone. You don't have anyone to go to. You have a few good friends. No, no, no. I need no. I need a wedding. I need you Would close you enough with your family to want a wedding. Would you rather date someone who wants the Vegas wedding or who's going to be like, you're going to have, I'm going to need you to spend like hundreds of thousands of dollars to contribute towards the this Vegas enormous wedding. blowout wedding. The, no, the Vegas wedding. I, I okay. if you, <laughs> <He's> immediately <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> well, because listen, you want to have a million dollar wedding, but it should not affect me. It's not like it's your wedding or anything. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> if that's what you need, then I would say, just like you with the foot, have at it, Hoss. And uh, right. um, good for you. But like the minute you go, I need a million dollar wedding and you're in for 500,000. I'll be like, <laughs> fuck you. No, I'm in for zero and you're having a $500,000 wedding. Right. How um, about you? Yeah, I wouldn't like, I think, I think I'm out on the Vegas thing just because like, I just, it's like kind of tacky. I think mm -hmm. that like, if they wanted to, if they really were into like eloping, I think I could probably like do that, but not in Vegas. Okay. I get that. The Vegas one is like, like what do you know? You better. It's a little I, like, like, I don't know. It's a little like tacky or like. You could do it nice, but it just would. It, it's just like, what are we in such a rush for? What do we, what do I right. need to do this? And, and also like, let's go somewhere else. Like, yeah, let's do the That's courthouse and yeah. And travel and, See yeah, nice I'm like, but if someone didn't want to spend a ton of money on a wedding, I think I would could be like fine with that. I just don't like the idea of like we're running off to Vegas. Yeah, and like I, I, I would have, I'd be more in favor of like, hey, let's um, let's just have a small party at my house, friends and family, like twenty of us, and then yeah. we take a huge trip. That would be cool. I'd be into we that. Take, we take a five hundred thousand dollar trip. Instead of the five, <laughs> and you're in for half. Yeah, <laughs> let's do one more. All right. They want you both to wear masks during sex mid quarantine. I'm okay with it. It's kind of hot. <laughs> it's kind of like nostalgic. Like you'll never forget it. Like oh, we had mass sex. Like that's how crazy things got. It would be a, become a part of your story. Um, if it was like. Yeah, I would be. I'd be cool with it. I, I that You're that would chase it? me away. Yeah, I'm still coming. What about you? What? I think if I was like dating someone, I wouldn't do like with Mike. Like, I wouldn't do that. Mm. I'd be like, "You're like a little bit. You're you're like a little too much for me in the moment." I don't think sure. I would do it. But I, if I were like single and I was like, okay, like I'm doing this crazy, like you know, I'm doing this illicit, like illegal thing. Mm. Maybe I would do it. Because I'd be like, it's well. What would, what would bother me the most is the hypocrisy to think <laughs> that you're this high and mighty. I social distance, but you may insert. Like I, I like. Can you? Like, you can get it through sex, right? I assume if you can get it through I, saliva. 
I would assume I, I think there was a thing out about the sexual rules of it that came out that you can have right. sex. But even so, you and I are two college educated, smart people and we don't know. So I would assume that most people don't know what's going on with this thing. And they're just <laughs> creating answers to make themselves feel better so, and convince themselves that they're a good person while also getting what they want. They're having their cake right. and eating it, too. They get to yell at everyone else for not social distancing while they're having mass sex. And it's like, you don't even know if that fucking works. <laughs> you know, like that. I, now I'm out. Deal breaker. This person's a, a, enough of an asshole to judge everyone else. Like, I've created you a person in my mind. Answer. I've changed, changed my your, answer. Okay. Yeah. Deal breaker. All right. It's fair. Okay. Well, that's our show. That's our show. Um, Jordana, this was great. It's great to talk to you. Um, I'm, I'm happy you're safe in the South amongst uh, your people. And, totally. Um, and uh, listen, if you're listening right now, you should come to our virtual show, our live show. It's tomorrow it's gonna be great. night. Uh, it's Thursday, the 21st of May, 8 o'clock. Get the whole group chat involved. It's going to be an event. You're going to have a blast. Uh, it's a great way to break up uh, the weird and unprecedented times that we're having. So go get your tickets. Uh, Jordana, you have the website? Uh, yes, it's betches.co slash you up at home. Betches.co slash U-U-P-A-T-H-O-M-E. And you can also find it in our description. Again, get your tickets now. Um, it's going to be a really fun time. Yeah, love it. Awesome. We'll be back next episode. Hey. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at at UUPpod on Instagram. And email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.